Hey, 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 let's, 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 let's eat. Hey, welcome back. Hey, 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 what y'all wanna do? Hey, let's, let's eat. E-A-T. Hey, let's, let's eat. Oh, you thought you ate? Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, you thought you ate? Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, you thought you, oh, you thought you, oh, you thought you, oh, you thought you ate? Oh, no, you didn't. We about to eat right now. Let's go. Yo, he thought it was over. Hey, 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 let's, 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 let's eat. Let's go. Yeah, let's just, can we just say how we both thought it was about to be over like a second ago? Yeah, that's bad funny. Listen, don't laugh at us. And I know because I already know we already got people in the background laughing at us because they don't they, they, they don't get man. it. They just don't get it, bro. You know? Hey, we just be having fun, man. So God bless you guys. Welcome to the next episode. Mm. You know, we've been talking about pride. Uh yeah. I I hope everybody enjoyed the first episode for the first interview mm. with uh Xavier Diaz. Yep. Um, you know, it was a it was an honor and a privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you brought that heat. Um, I know that. We're gonna to continue to go and speak a little bit more in the and you know soon, all right, more about our life now, um, and we're gonna to get to that, all right. So we're, this is kind of we're just really touching on pride, right? Yeah. We just really want to hit on that, and and if this is impacting you, man, let's let's go, let's grow, you know, take notes, do what you got to do, right? You know, we're just here to do God's will, man. Yeah. However long God wants to take with this series, if He wants to talk about. Um, pride for 10 episodes, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. now we're here for it. But yeah, yeah, following God's will, man, at the end that's of the it. day, that's it. And we remember, we want to remind everybody, we don't, we're not going to touch up on every single detail. We don't, we're not, again, we're not coming here as theologians, pastors, we're just talking about our own personal lives. So I know there's people who probably want to hear a little bit more, want more input. Okay, that's fine. Let us know and we'll talk more about it, we'll, we'll be more impactful. Yeah. But we're just talking about two different men who had their own experience with Christ in their lives and, and where we were to where we are right now. Yeah, at you the know? end of the day, man. Anything you want to say to the people? Well, so today, so you guys know last time, if you guys should have watched the last episode, if you had done it, man, make sure, right, make sure y'all check that out, man. Do not miss out on a banger and especially on something that God could be speaking to you on. So go back if you haven't watched that. But... On the last episode, it was an interview to me, speaking on my pride and the yep. things that I went through yep. and how, and we didn't, we're going to touch on how I got there a little bit more later on, but, yep. Yep. um, but you we spoke today? on me, you know, where I am today. Yep. So this time around, mm, whew, I'm just so excited to speak on this. We're going to be speaking on Oscar, mm. the man don't want to blow up the spot <laughs> of his age or anything like that. I'm a young but man. He's not a young man. Can't you tell? <laughs> oh, man. Charming. You see that? Hey, man. <laughs> I know somebody's going to type cringe up there. Yeah, yeah. I know. All right. I mean, but it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, we're going to be um, we're gonna be speaking on this man that went through a lot. Yes. Speaking on his pride and getting an understanding of his angle of pride. Yeah, yeah. It, right? it, I'm nervous, but excited at the same time. Because uh, like I said to him last week, you're no longer that man no more. That's not who yeah. we are. Right. We're new. And you know, when we're new in Christ, when, that's what happens when you give your life to Christ. You become new. Mm. 
and you're no longer to that. But this, if this can help somebody, um, amen. Glory to God, you know? Right. So. Absolutely, man. So, um, I have a verse, but we're going to save that for later. Okay. And I have some questions. So, I wrote, I wrote some You didn't even introduce me, bro. Okay. My bad. That big up, baby. Oh, I didn't even see it. I'm all pumped up. Daddy like, Dapo. Yeah. yeah, come on, guys. Come on. That's Be one. On <laughs> Some of y'all counting. Bro, we devil for too much. Yeah. But, um, okay, Oscar, what's um, your name? My name is Oscar Alvarado, mm. and I am a servant of God. I wish I had that button for mine. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, so servant nice to meet God. you. Nice to meet you. My name is Xavier. Okay. I'll be interviewing Second you a little Dapo. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Part two. So, uh, all right. So let's begin. So all right. Let's first do question, this. I wrote some of these down. We're just going to float um, and see what happens. But yeah. What's the first act of pridefulness you can remember? My my first act of pridefulness yeah. is uh, getting mad girls. Like okay. any girl. Like any girl that other dudes wanted. And I can remember this as far as. What caused me to get like this, first of all, if I touch on that, when I was young. I'm talking like elementary school. Back then? Back then. Okay. And I was so like, like when a girl would meet me, I would write like poems. I would like make songs, like video discs and tapes and all that. Y'all know about Some of y'all might not know about that. Some of y'all might. Mm. And I would be like this extra sweet, over-the-top dude. And every time I was like that, Dang. these girls would like play me, bro. I got, I keep getting played. You were too nice, huh? Yeah. So I was like, I got so tired of being played that I'm like, yo, I'm playing every chick. Then I'm gonna get any girl I want. And it always, I always used to go straight for well, two types. It was uh, straight virgins, and it was everybody. Dang, it was the chicks that dudes every dude wanted. Right. And because is it because because nobody had them. Right. And I wanted them. And, and then, then everybody also, wanted them, so I wanted to show them I could right. get it. Right, right, right. And it, it boosted something in you, right? Yeah. I'm guessing. Yep. So you went from a very kind person to you had a mission. Yeah. I was super shy, too. Like, I didn't want to. I never really talked to nobody. I would okay. just be sitting there quiet. I didn't really talk to people like that. Okay. And I just kind of broke that after. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So as a loving kid, how did, like, how did you transform into that prideful person? Oof, wow. I think it was more of like the, the disappointment on people because I used to get judged like way too much in school. Like people used to make fun of me for not having like name brand clothing. Okay. And I didn't get haircuts all the time because like mm. my dad, shout out to my dad, but he used to, it was just my dad raising us at the time where we didn't live, with, it was just us, me, my brother and my sister live with my father. And he did the best he could. He did a great job with the best he could, but you need money to do things and we sometimes we get to have haircuts and and yeah. he did his best to make it happen, right? But right. my dad didn't know the upkeep, how important the upkeep was when you was going to school, right? Because they right. was making fun of you for that. Yeah. So they don't do that that much like that now, like they used to back then, right? Because that was that was kind of the thing back yeah. then. Yeah, they would check like back then they would check the tags on my shirt, and if it said Fruit of the Loom and the front said Nike, <laughs> they would roast me like hard. And if I didn't wear Jordans or nothing, it's like yo, my father. Like, we can't afford this expensive stuff. You know what I'm saying? Your parents are buying it for you. You're making fun of me, but you didn't buy it yourself. Mm. Yeah. And, bro, judging is such a big thing nowadays. (sighs) Bro. Judging is a serious generational curse. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, obviously, um, 
it came it's a generational curse so it yeah. came from back then and it's coming to now yeah and it's something that we battle with every day bro. yeah it, it made me want to be better like i it made me want to get a job at a young age it made me want to get like the best stuff i would could get so i could prove to everybody that i can be and look better than what they think i do so yeah. judgment created this ego that you wanted to show them yeah. that you are more than what yeah yeah okay and then not to mention my family like i was in my household and nothing that my family did. It's just I, something how I felt. And a lot of people could relate to this. You just feel like the black sheep sometimes in your family. Mm. And so it's like, I felt like I always had to prove myself. You know, mm. like I was old. And I was smart. Like I would bring certificates home. My dad would tell you how to make these big, huge stacks. And I'm just waiting for this like big, like, yeah. Like, mm. that's the guy right there. And, yeah. I, and I was actually a peacemaker in elementary school. Wow. Yeah, I was officially a title like a peacemaker. And um, which is which hit me, which means God was working with me even back then. I was just gonna say that, bro. So God been working in you, and the enemy is very, very prideful. Yeah, yeah. So he's taking this young kid that was filled with good that God was already working with, being the peacemaker. Yeah. And yeah. and you told me mo a lot of things that you've done at a young age, and we can speak on that a little bit. But that even showing love to the girls that. You wanted that you wanted. Yeah, it was a show of love. Yeah, but the enemy took that and he tried to ruin it and create and mold Something it to else. make you a prideful person. Yes, and use other children to make you feel like you're less of something. So I was filling my pride with <laughs> with lust. I was fueling it with lust because love didn't seem to be the the the, the working thing. No. Because everybody who I apparently mm. love, my family, my friends, mm. all were betraying me. And when I'm yeah, talking lust, yeah. I'm not only talking sexually. I'm talking about clothing, desiring things that I need Dude. so I could be better than somebody else. It was in here. Yes. It was all in my mind. It was all yeah, in my mind. And got it. So, so the enemy took advantage of that. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. I like this. I like this. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Was pride something that your family struggled with? And now we're going to get deep right here, man. Uh, I do think so. Okay. Um, not disrespecting any family. So I'm not going to say anybody specific. Right, right, right. But I do come with a family that um, God uses a lot of people in my family. And my family, I've been in church, like, in and out, right, from a young age as well. But I've had encounters with my own family members. Um, and nothing, again, we're, my, me and my family were good. I love my family. But mm. we've had, that's like any family, you've had your fallouts and your days and stuff like that. Where even when it comes to the Bible, we're not always on the same page. Where we've argued, or not really argued, but, you know, just disagree. didn't agree. And um, we, we, one believes one way, we believe another way. And it just was like, I don't know, it just, I didn't, it didn't sit yeah. well with me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, like, my brother... I must shout him out because my brother used to be this like knock everybody out, like fight everybody, you He's know. Knockout artist. Yeah. <laughs> and he and he did it. Like he was knocking people out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So but it, it even that macho man, like, like I got this. Um I, I witnessed that. I don't know if it was pride for him, you mm. know, but I'm just saying from what I seen from my from my eyes. What you seen, yeah. Yeah. So like I had my thing, he had his thing. Um, you know, everybody in my family had their own thing of what they needed to have 
and to be better, including like when I was going to church. I've seen things even in churches when I was young. Mm. I'm talking from the, when I was young. Where, it, I don't know, it just seemed like everyone had to prove how much Bible they knew. And it's like they yeah. want to hit you with that all the time, you know? The devil's working even in the churches, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the pride. Yeah. And this is not you know? all churches, and not every church is perfect. But when right. I speak about it, there's just certain people that maybe were mistaught, maybe misunderstood. Maybe I received it wrong. Right. Um, and maybe, yeah, because my own prideful mindset, you know? Right, 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 right. But that's how it came out. And yeah, even in the church, we got to be careful. But yeah, and, and it, sometimes it is true. There yeah. are, is pride. And to speaking to, to the people that are on the altar, what are you on the altar for? Mm. Are you giving that sacrifice to God? Are you sacrificing yourself or are you yeah. on that altar thinking that it's a stage so that you could show off who you yeah. are? Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to remember, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we spoke about this a little bit. Mm. We cannot think that it's us when God is moving in the atmosphere and yes. changing people and breaking chains and all yeah. that. It's not us. We have no right to think that it's us. We have no right to think that that the the glory belongs to us because we're not doing anything. No. It's all no. God. Yeah. And when you're on that altar, you're sacrificing yourself. It should never be, I'm up here because I deserve to be. Yeah. Going it, back to that verse that we spoke on yeah. last uh it was the last podcast or the one before? Last, last podcast where the man that said the the tax collector oh, yes. was, God forgive me, he didn't even want to look up. Yeah. He, was, um, he, 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 he really comes in shame. You know, like it was in Luke, uh, the one that we're doing for Pride. Yep, yep. Beats oh, on yeah. his chest, pounds on his chest, and he's like, "Come on, forgive man. me for my sins. Yeah. Can't even look up because he's in shame. And here we got somebody next to him. I don't want to be like that dude. Thank God. I Thinking that they're better. Boasting and pride. And this is a man of God. So he's like, oh, look at me. I, I. And, and this happens. Let's be real. And Because we're, this is what we want to do in this podcast. We're going to be 100% open with you guys. And we're not going to yeah, yeah, tell yeah. you that something's great and perfect somewhere when it's not. You're going to go to church. And it happened to me in many churches where everybody, the first thing that they want to prove to me is how much of a man of God they are. Mm. And it's like, I don't need, we don't need you to prove that. I need you to show me by your fruits. So yeah. when we're too focused on saying like, well, what do you want to be? And let's just say you want to be a pastor. And if your only goal in life is to be a pastor and not to grow with God, you're already Man. doing something wrong. You're you, you, oh, oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. Go, go, go. In order, you can't let that be your goal. Yes, that's great. Pastors are great people. Nothing's wrong with that. But that's not what got them there. It's their work and faith with God in their lives that got them there. And you're not to call yourself. God's going to call you. So don't pick your position and say, yo, I'm going well, to be an evangelist or, or I'm going to be this or I'm going to be that. And that's a prideful mindset because that's your goal. And you're doing it only to get there. And you're not doing it for God. And I've seen that. Right. God says, take it day by day. Mm. So day by day doesn't mean you're going to be a pastor the next day. No. Day by day means, all right, I'm going to work on this because I want a relationship with God. I'm going to work on this because I want to let this go. Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm doing this because I want to be a pastor. Because if you're thinking like that, that's, a, that's a, like about 500 days away. And, you, yeah. and you, you're, God says, worry about day by day. I can't you even count how many people. What's in front of you do, today? Like you ever go to a church tour somewhere and then, well, hey, God bless you. I'm this. Mm, I'm yeah, here. to, yeah. uh, And they give you a title. And and honestly, there are also um, p 
people that introduced them that way. Yeah. And yeah. you know, um, they 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 deserve it. Yeah. But absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It might get to their head. And yeah. if we notice that it it's getting get to, to their head, head easy. Yeah. don't th we cannot continue to don't feed it. Feed them yeah. because then they're gonna. Is gonna add up, and then that's Bro, gonna result easy. to pride. Easy. It's you know? simple. It's very simple. I like this. I don't know how we got to this part, but I like it because yeah, let's keep going, it hits people. Because even as a man of God, when I was growing up as a young man going into church, I felt like I had to speak in tongue. I felt like I had to perform. Mm. I sang at church, and I prayed, and I thought, and I pretend like I didn't really have a relationship with God. I was just doing it right, to put right. on a show. I'm gonna be yeah. real, and um, it's so easy to fake it. Mm. And, and and I think it's only easy to fake it because a lot of people are faking it, and it looks like it's normal, bro. Whoa, you just said someone. <laughs> it's that easy, man. It's that easy. Um, it's that easy. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know what else to say, but it really is that easy. <laughs> yeah. Man. You talk about your pattern in the old podcast, the other podcast about your life. How yeah. easy was it to get everybody, and you were faking it? Yeah, yeah. To get everybody to do what you was doing. It's that easy. Yeah. Yeah. We get easily fooled. Mm-hmm. And so, as we can see, pride leads to consequences and false things. We want something. And it's going to always result to sin because yeah. pride, because eventually when we have pride, it always results to sin because that's kind of the root of it. Yeah. yeah. It starts there and it spreads to multitudes of sin, multitudes of, I mean, look at that in me, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So, how did your pride create you to sin tremendously it's like I, I was loving how I felt like I, I the glory <laughs> I was getting too much glory for mm. what I was doing I mm. was getting put in something that's meant for God but I was twisting it for something bad mm. or if you do yo you yo you hit that yo you got that that's you yeah, you yeah. did this yo you that guy Yo, I bet you can't get hurt though. And it's, it was just like challenge now. Yeah, it was point that I was being challenged, and then people were hanging out with me so I can even set that up for them. And I was hanging out with people, and then I, easy when yo, I'm gonna go out or I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna do that. And come with me, I'll get you somebody. I'll be your wingman. You know, I'll hook you up with somebody. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to show that that I could get it for them and for me yeah, and yeah, them. You, you could. That's how cocky and prideful I got. Mm. Cause I'm like, yo, I got you. Not even realizing how much you're destroying that person, and yes. and you're you're. We don't, you don't, you didn't really love them. No. Because you're putting them in a predicament of sin. Yeah. If you're making your brother sin, you don't love them. Yeah. Right. No. So we need to no. make sure, especially when you know it's sin. Yeah. Especially that. Then. Yeah. So. And it becomes a habit. And I you're gonna ask another no, question. You're, you're not good. Good. I wanted to add on to that other another part of that same thing. It requires a problem in my relationship. In my marriage. Mm. And and because when things got tough in my relationship, the prideness would kick in and I'll be like, I don't need this. I can get any chick I want. I don't need to deal with this. I can move on to the next girl. And I wouldn't even fight wow. for my own family. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't be there to do what needs to be done. And like, you know, just thinking about it a little bit just gets me a little set. Like it, it hurts because you think about like the decisions you made. And then you, again, I don't realize who I'm hurting. I'm so yeah. focused on myself because I want the glory. I'm the man here. You do you know how many people want to be with me? Like, I, you better respect this. Like, you better appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. this. Glorifying myself, and mm. I just hurting people, bro. And then I even went to church. 
to trying to bag chicks. Wow. That's how far, like, wow. even in churches. Matter of fact, like, there would be some, like, church girls, you know, there's been some church girls, you know? Stuff yeah. happened with. And then I feel bad because now I think about, like, dang, I even did something wrong with even a, like, if they're really seeking God and I gave them what I was going through, to feel, and I could get them. I know I could get them. And I'm over here trying to do what I got to do. Bro, there are mad girls out there that got messed up. And a lot of us people, a lot of dudes and females <laughs> do this. We keep doing this. We keep entrapping people into and shackling them into our own yeah. prideful pattern. That's a perfect example. It's a shackle. It's a chain that you create. I was just talking to someone, um, and I didn't get the chance to speak to you yeah. about glory to God, but um, I was speaking to someone today, and they said that they was trying with God, and they started focusing on God, and um, they were they were doing good. But then as soon as they smoked that weed again, he forgot about God. Yeah, it's over. So maybe, so hopefully not. And I, and I, I pray to God that, that you didn't. But these girls, these women, you're a grown man probably. Mm -hmm. These, um, these women, they, they, um, what was I saying? Damn, I lost it. About the women that do smoke. Uh, you know, somebody went back to smoking. Oh yeah. So, um, hopefully these women. You didn't take them completely out of church. Yeah, bro. Because that, that, that could have been the result of that. If, because you put them in a chain again, and now they're back to the enemy's territory. Yeah. You know, and then that's constantly where God has to go back. You know, leave the 99 for the one. Yes. Come back and go get you. And he don't mind doing that. But the problem is when you go out to the field where there's no, where God doesn't have you at, you start getting entertained with nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, they man. got entertained with nonsense and they might not want to go back. Yeah. And they might feel like they're not ready to go back. Yeah. yeah. There's so many things that could be happening with that one prideful mistake that you felt like you had to show that you had that. Yeah. Even with that pride, I felt like when I, even when I was lonely, if I'm going to feel lonely, everybody's going to feel lonely. Mm. Because if I'm, I'm going to feel lonely, I even increase the pride with that. Wow. Like, okay, so I could get you to feel like that too then because... I was just trying to fill in an emptiness in my, and I couldn't explain what, I didn't know what it was. I just felt empty, you know, and I felt incomplete, you know, and I thought it was love. I'm not going to lie. And there were certain times where I was actually living thinking that, like, I really thought that that was my a form of love. You know, I wish that I, if I could, you know. What was your form of love? It was like, I just felt like it was world, the, the world of, the love of the world that the world shows you. Like, if I come and say hi to you and I'm here, I love you. Like, I'm here. So you, you should got know you that. So physical, physical stuff. Nothing spiritual. You know, if right. I come and take out the trash, I love you. If I if I if I wash the dishes, I love you. You know, right? Uh, if if I'm paying the bills, I love you. So mm. if I ain't leaving you and you still my girl, I love you. I don't really have to explain much from that. And it, it was that's not love. That's not the right way. There's more. There's intimacy. There's connection. There's growth. There's forgiveness. There's mm. warfare. Damn, know? bro. Poof. Thank you, God. <laughs> So pride took you from you knew what love is as a young kid, mm -hmm. showing these young girls love. Yep. They wasn't with it. They kind of hit, they, they, they did you wrong. Yep. Pride took you, and now you forgot what love was. Yeah. Yep. yep. I, I, made my, I created Whoa. my own version of love. And it wasn't it. And that love had to glorify me. Bro, glory. Mm. I, spoke, I spoke about that in my... Um, my prideful yeah. ways, yeah. glory and 
glory is so big because we feel like we deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. people tell us that. The, the They'll tongue, amp it up. Yeah. The tongue has so much power. We think that they're speaking life to us because they're saying, oh, you're that the dude, bro. Yeah. I wouldn't even like someone to say that to me um, now. Yeah. yeah. Because, yes, glory to God that I'm here. But I am not that guy, man, mm -hmm. at all. Don't even put me in that category. All glory to God, every mm -hmm. time. Yeah, man. So, um, so yeah, bro, like, we deep. feel like we deserve the glory. Yeah. The power of tongue, easy. when they speak on, you're the man, it's Easy, bro. it gets to your heart. Oh, yeah. It, and it starts messing things up. That, it's like steroids. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we no longer see what God, it, where God is telling us true love is because yeah. he deserves the glory. I, I wasn't listening to him. Why would I listen to God if I'm being glorified? Why would I seek him? I'm like, I'm not going to share. Tell me. It's like another thing. I'm not going to share. This hit me down too. I'm not going to share my glory with God because everyone's going to praise God, but I'm getting minds out here. And yeah. then I would even say things like, when the time come, I'll just dance with the devil. I'll chill with him and we'll get it up to get, we'll get girls you said together. That? Yeah, I'll say stuff. Dumb stuff right there. Yeah, bro. It, yo, you have no <laughs> idea the things that I would say. That I, was dumb. I've cursed that guy because I got so mad. Here's the thing. I wasn't even believing in him like that. Mm. But because I knew the idea of him, I was still blaming him. I just wow. need, I just wanted to blame somebody, you know? And I never blame myself. Bro, we because I had to another thing. glorify myself. It ain't me. Exactly. Bro. It's never me. <laughs> because we don't wanna um, Number three. we don't wanna admit when we're wrong. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't because the people are gassing us up. Yeah. Most men, and I'm gonna say and, it, and we're prideful, even most if somebody men don't want to admit when they're wrong. Because of that pride, bro. Mm -hmm. And us men, um, signs of wondering if there's something wrong with your man. What if he's sitting around and he's being quiet and he's not saying much and normally he talks? He's thinking about stuff. Oh, yeah. And Dang, don't, force, somebody, don't force him to talk to you, right? Or that whoever, try to help and be there because the person wants to know that, yo, I'm here for you. I love you. I got you. You know, I put my wife through a lot of stuff. And one thing I got to say is that the main thing she never for, she never forced God on me. Wow. She never forced God on me. And there were people who I wasn't in a relationship with who tried to force God on me. And then in my family, and I love my family, so I'm not sticking out anybody specific, but there was too much in and out of church. Yeah. So how can I believe in someone if I'm not seeing their consistency either? If you really believe in this so powerful God, then how come you're not there? But mm. you want to come at me, and you were the one judging me, and you were throwing Bible verses at me, but you're not even there yourself. So it, it, in that time, this is the mindset. When I have that prideful mindset, I can't think clearly because I'm not sober-minded. I'm not thinking with a Christ-like mindset. I'm thinking in a judgmental mindset because I'm glorifying myself. So it's like, you people beneath me, you're not even figuring it out right. I'm going to stick to my way, you know? And And... It was to a point where I was hanging around with a lot of people and it was drawing so many people around me and everybody would be like, yo, Oscar, like, let's get up. Let's it was to a point where everyone in my circle, everyone around me, and I told it to my wife the other day, and it hurts because it's like everyone that got tight with me failed me. I'm expecting them to glorify me like I was glorifying myself. Mm. And I'm like, yo, mm. I, I hooked you up with chicks. I'm taking care of you. I'm helping you get money. We're doing all this stuff. I gave you position. I brought you into my gang because we were not my gang, but we, I was running a gang, gang and everything. Yeah. It came to a point where I got to a gang where I was leading in a gang. And I'm over here trying to do it like school, teach dudes. And 
and, and, and tell them how to be the best thug that they can be. Be like me. Do what I do. <laughs> and it's like, I come in my process with church, and, and I always use church because people think like I'm trying to only, I'm backing up church. No, this is in general. We, in church or outside of church, you got to understand it's real. Like, mm. let's stop being fake. Let's stop pretending yeah. that things are, we, this would be real, all right? And I had people even in churches acting the same way. So it's like, wait, I couldn't find my place. Mm. So if I was glorifying myself and looking what was best for me and not helping some, and, and it wasn't giving me what I wanted, how would I ever understand that I can't focus on other, everybody else? And that's what, you know? Oh, <laughs> dang, bro. That's a clip. That's yeah. the three-minute clip right there, bro. Yeah, bro. Oh. God you hit good. that, bro, and not to completely change the whole subject right now, but yeah. you're right, bro. We can't follow anyone. Yeah, It's kind of our own journey because there are inconsistent people, mm -hmm. and those inconsistent people have their troubles, and they, we don't understand why they do it, but yeah. I yeah. mean, they shouldn't do it technically, but yeah. we don't know the struggles. And yeah. we don't have, we shouldn't have the right to judge because yeah, we really don't know what they're going through. Exactly, exactly. So, that judgment. Your journey is your journey. Yeah, like this judgment that you were talking about, like, and I get it. Like, everyone's gonna have their opinion on judgment, and that's a very sensitive topic to talk about. Yeah, we we all do it so much. It's like instinctive, but I just want to make something very clear: why I stand on where I stand that about judgment, because the fact that I failed. Shows me that I'm incapable of judging correctly. I already made a mistake. And the Bible says that you cannot trust in man. So if I trust in your judgment, I'm putting trust in you. And I'm not saying you're wrong and because the Holy Spirit is going to help you. The Bible verses good. say what needs to be said. But I don't like to say judgment, though. Because the Bible says, Eviction, I'll buddy. judge you according to how you judge someone else. So if he's sinning or he's doing something wrong, and I come at him with that, and I'm doing something wrong, I'm going to be held accountable for how I judge him according to my own sin now. Yeah. Because I took it upon myself to come at him and say, yo, you're broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what is judgment? You made a decision on what that person is. You, you, you're declaring their innocence or their guilt. Mm. You're speaking that. And so what I rather like to look at it is encouragement, like the Bible tells us. Instead of me going strict to, let me judge you. Let me think of, how can I encourage you? Yeah. How can I help you? That's good, bro. So that's why it's like, I didn't know the difference between that. Because I was judging in the street. So why would I jeopardize that and judge when I'm in church? Why would I be judgy with that mindset when I failed? And yeah. my judgment caused me to sin against God. So it's like, I got to answer for that. I got to respond to God. Why every time I feel like I could judge somebody else when I did not have the authority or right to do that, when I myself, my, my wife used that verse earlier, got to split I'm looking at the splint in someone else's eye, but the, there's a log in my eye, and I'm over here trying to tell somebody what they got to do. Mm -hmm. and, and so how can I tell you to do something when I'm still trying to figure out how to do something? And in reality, as Christians, we're always trying to find out what to do. It says every day we got to wake up renewed and denying our flesh, sober-minded, every day. All I could do is encourage you and say, listen, I went through this and I messed up, and can you, you want to try that? Right. I don't want us, and I'm not coming at people who want to judge them. Hey, listen, if that's what you want to do, that's your own opinion. But when it comes to judgment, I'm going to have what I, I'm going to feel about judgment the way I feel, and I don't care what you say. And you can feel what you want about judgment, that's okay. I'd rather not do it because I know myself. Yeah. And I think that the only time I'm worried about judgment is when God comes and do it. He's the only judge I'm going to worry about. Amen. Do I want to help people do things right? 
Absolutely. Because I wish somebody was with me trying to help me do the right thing when I was doing the wrong stuff, bro. Mm. I wish my youth leaders, when I had a youth leader, when I went to different churches, but everybody in reality at the times that I was growing up in church was too focused on the positions. Mm. And instead of helping me position myself with God. That's it, bro. They, they want to show how God... Oh, in Romans 7, chapter 3, verse this, verse... Okay, you memorize the Bible. But I'm still stuck. I need help. Mm. So, bro, speaking you know? to the churches, bro. Yeah, so I, we have to... And, and not only in churches, in the streets, bro. Like, mm. all we do is judge. And then we come to church. Yeah. If somebody judges us a little bit, we piss off and want to leave the church. But you're getting judged in the mm. streets every day. We should, we, we should, the, world, up, the world should be like the gym. Why? Oh, that's I, funny that you say that. So many people go. Yeah. Oh, okay. You you had a different point. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think that the people that are in the gym mm -hmm. have a better chance mm. to get closer to God mm. than the people that are in the church right now. Ooh. That's deep. Because Oof. the people that are in the gym that are built are the ones that are consistent in the gym. Yep. So if they just apply that. So, the, so using the consistent gym workers as consistent Christians. Because these, these people are mm. eating the right food. I like Let's that. eat, baby. I like that. They're eating the right food. Matthew 4.4. Four. Drink, <laughs> drinking the right stuff. Yep. Right? Going consistently to the gym. Yes. Having the right mindset. Yes. Routine. Um, routine. Don't do it. Keep doing Schedule. it every day. Don't break. Yep. Scheduling. So much into the gym. If you just take that, and I hope I'm speaking to someone that goes to the gym, because yeah. if you just add that to God and your relationship uh, with God, boom. And that's why I say change. I love the gym. And yeah, that's why you say you love the gym. And yeah. think about this. If you go up to a jack dude, yo, how you do that? You're not, you're not going to judge the person. And some of us might think, oh, he a meathead or whatever. <laughs> you know, it, What's a meathead? it's innocent, funny, like a, a steroid yeah, guy that lifts. And does you know lifting all the time or whatever? Yeah, say that for the people. Yeah, that don't know. you know. Uh, and so you could go up to somebody and be like, "Yo, how you do that?" You see somebody doing. You can see someone out of shape, and even though you might even glimpse at somebody for one quick second and look at them, it would change instantly mm. because even when I wasn't going to church or anything like that, I would see people in the gym and I'm like, "Yo, fat dude trying to get it in." I respect it, like like that, Bro, you know. For real. So man. why can't I look at a new Christian and be like, "Yo"? Sinner over there trying to get close to God. I respect Ooh, it. Come on, man. Oh, Why can't we be so like that? Good. Yo, like you want to know my, you want, mm. let me show you, yo, like I do 12 sets of these with four sets of these. That's how I get this big. Spiritual warfare, armor of God. Yo, come on. Come on. I could do more of these and it'll help this part of my chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you might not even, and here's the, here's the thing. You get to decide. Do I want to keep coming to the gym or is this too hard for me? Bro, Paul says that we have a choice. Yes. It's us to choose if we want to sin or not. Yeah, it's your choice. Straight up. Yeah. And yeah. even going to the gym, we have the choice. We have the choice to do anything. Yes. God has given us that ability. Yes. Glory to God for that. Yeah. Um, Think about your, consistent, your, your consistency, too. I love what you said about that. I go to the gym, and I make sure I do it. There were times where, but there are people out there that rather, like, if you're focusing on the gym and giving more time to the gym than God, then there's something wrong. That's true well. though. Because I have to, true. I had to balance that as well. Yeah, God number one yeah. always. God I get up one always. extra early, and I don't have to. 
I, I get up extra earlier in the day to get some things done so I can go to mm. the gym. So it don't jeopardize my relationship with God to go to church, to counsel, to help, do whatever I got to do. Because right. the gym is something that helped me and I respect it because it helped me with that mindset to keep that consistency right, going. Right, 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 right. You know, but I, and I keep that, it also keeps me pushing because if I push more at the gym, I'm going to be like, well, if I did more here, then I got to do more for God over there. Right. I got to do the same thing. So it, 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 it helped. But anyway, where we at, bro? I'm so, sorry. I'm so pumped you got, about man. this. Bro, this is great. This. So through all that stuff that happened, mm-hmm. all the stuff that you started doing, how did you end up with all these all that happened yeah. through all these prideful decisions that you made, how did you end up? Well, and are you done speaking on all, like, not obviously you're not going to be able to speak on everything, but yeah. do you want to speak on a little bit more on what happened in that prideful time? Yeah, like, it was, every prideful decision that I, I, I made, it kept putting me, I realized that I was more lonely and lonely and lonely every single time. Because if I was the one getting the glory, then that means that there's always someone looking at me to compete with me. Every time I was like shining, I was, cre- I was creating my boys and people around me, but at the same time, I was also creating competition. Mm. And it wasn't my intention. And I'm just like, what? Like, I'm growing. I'm, I'm grinding on my own. Like, y'all should be happy for me. Right, like, right, right. Like, what happened to, yo, let's go? It went from, yo, you that guy to, yeah, whatever. Because that brings envy. Oh, if I tell this girl, he won't do that. Like, stuff. Or some of the dudes trying to even get with my girl. You know? It ha- mm. it, it, you, crazy. People took it. It caused me to have. You know how they say the more money you make, the more problems you have? Well, yeah. the more pride you get, the more problems you have. The more enemies you create. Mm. It, it was creating enemies in my life. And I'm just over here. And I didn't even know they were enemies. Because I'm hurting people. And people are looking at me like, look at this dude. There we go again. Oh, yeah, look, dancing with another chick. Yeah, he going to get her, take her home, do whatever. Okay, I get it. Oh, you know? Yo, because it becomes like every everything. I've seen this in movies. Um, I've seen this in TV shows, even SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have seen where uh, Squidward was doing the Squick? same thing. Squidward? Squidward, right? That's Squidward. Squidward. Squidward, yeah. <laughs> Squidward. I always said it like that. Then you just corrected me for the first time. Nobody ever corrected me on that. No one ever said nothing? Never. Wow. Y'all wrong for that, yo. Y'all wrong. (laughs) So Squidward, I don't know if y'all seen this episode, but he just kept doing the same thing every single day. And it kept repeating. He went from smiling to slowly just became sad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the everyday. And and it's just, it's that's what people seen in you. Yeah. Oh, it's just another chick that he bagged, man. Another one that I can't get. Yep. So it went from glorifying you to envying you. Yes. Perfect. That's wow. That's good. Yeah. And and that's just how it becomes because, bro. Oh my gosh. And it always goes back to the enemy, man. Yeah. He envied God. Yes. Yes. He wanted to be like God. And I and I realize that I'm literally when I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm like that. I'm like him. I'm like the enemy here because I don't want to know what's best for Bro, nobody yeah. here. I want what's best for me. Mm. And I'm looking after myself. And even to a little bit of church, like even my consistency, even at church, when the pastor that we have came, number one, I looked at this dude like, I don't want to hear, I don't even like that dude. Really? I did not like the dude. He looked like he was going to be a pain in my butt. <laughs> and I wasn't even going to church like that. But sitting at the bottom, I'm just like, and just... I love you, pastor. It gets better. So listen. And then, <laughs> 
Um, but then it came to, you know, letting him in my life, listening yeah. to instruction. And even then, yo, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, you're wrong, right? You know, you gotta apologize to your wife. Oof. You crazy? To mm. my wife. Apologize to her? You crazy. Nope. Cause right. if I give it to her, you know, and, right, bro. and I will let me let me just know that I actually ended up doing it after I kept fighting Amen. it and fighting it. Slowly I started, you know, submitting and doing what I needed to do. But even as a Christian, I had to remember, and then there's habits that we pick up. And then you start serving and doing things with the way you did when you were being prideful. And then you realize like, yo, it took me a little bit. I'm going to be real. And nobody, like, this is all on me. But even at church, I was serving so OD, super OD, because I was trying to make up for all the bad that I did in my life. So you were... You said you were serving in the church. I was serving in the church. In the church, okay. Extra, way too extra. Okay, okay. And I loved it, though. But I felt like at the same time, I was making up for my past. Okay. And in reality, you don't get to make up for your past. You only get to create a new future. Okay, so quick question. Yeah. You said you've been serving in the church way too much. Yeah. So why you say it's way too much? I was being more at church all the time than spending time with my wife. Spend, right? Spending time with your wife, okay. And then... Because she didn't realize that I was giving up. Like, I was, like, literally exercising and sanctifying myself the way I thought was working Okay. by serving and being at the church. So I was there for hours, mad long. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you have a family at home, you also have to have a balance. Yeah, a council yes. at home, too. Yes. yes. You know, so you got to come home. You, God first. Then you got to come home and deal with your family. Then comes the church. So mm. I had to counsel and be that leader and head of the household first. And balance out between being a dad and a God of man, a manly God. <laughs> no. Wait. A dad. A man of God. A man of God. Wow. He said I'm, a manly I'm a, I'm a, God. Yeah, a manly God. God. Man. Yeah, I'm all uh, over the place. But I had to balance between just being a dad and a man of God. And, I, and it's hard. It's not easy. Because this is something new for me and I'm yeah, learning. That's something that people are dealing with right and now. And I had my old prideful habits that were sneaking into that. Not that I was being prideful, but because I was doing it for so long, it was a part of who I was already. And then right. I started realizing the, the pattern. And I'm like, yo, the same thing that's happening to me with my boys I was in the street, I feel like it's happening to me at church. Like I feel like people are Ooh. like getting away from me. Like Ooh. I feel like I'm doing too much for them. I had to slow down. Calm it down a little bit and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Bro, I just got something. Yeah, go ahead. It's kind of insulting go ahead. to you. Go ahead. You were like, the, you were, you're like a, a, a very clingy chick. Dang. <laughs> Dang. But you're right. Because you see. wanted, yeah. you always wanted to do more. You're yeah. always trying to, yeah. and people couldn't keep up with it. And, for, and in my defense, I really thought I was doing it for God. Like, and I was, I, like, still, I still was doing it for God, but then I didn't realize how many people I was leaving behind me. And what good is it to hurry up and do all these great things, but you're not helping nobody behind you get there as well. Right. And that's the point, bro. We're supposed to help yeah. disciple one thing. And, yeah, and it's like that, so teach. easy to focus on things. And I never was really crazy about the whole position thing and all that. The biggest title that I love and I will always earn and I care about is that I'm a servant of God. Amen. And I just want to serve. And sometimes I got to even balance out how to not pridefully serve because you can be spiritually prideful. You're, you're, you're hitting key points yeah. right now, bro. Keep going. Yeah, you could be spiritually prideful because I could be like, yo, well, I went through it. I did it. So just do what I do. I don't even mm. got to explain. You know what you see in me? Come on. Or I could be like, yo, take it slow, bro. Mm. I was in this place before. Go, yeah. go home to your wife. Go home to your kids. We'll, get, we'll pick this up again tomorrow. 
And not only will he not be filled completely, he's going to be hungry because they leave more room and desire more. He's going to have that taste over there. You like Come that? Come on. <laughs> I love that, bro. Daily that book. Yes, that's number five. So, <laughs> about, like that? definitely about. So, can you give me one word to describe how you ended up with all this pride? Insecurity. Ooh. Ooh. It was insecurity. Because of how low I've always felt of myself and the worrisome of everybody else, insecurity. I was too busy feeling wanted, feeling needed, feeling seen. This lady once told me, and I'll never forget this, bro. She said, you're a very handsome man. I used to feel so ugly. Wow. And man. even God did this, bro. And I could feel like, and I saw her one time and I had to remind her of that. And, 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 and it was such a blessing in my life because she's like, I used to feel so hideous, man. And I, and I used to feel like nobody was ever going to want me and I was never going to be there for nobody. So that, was, that insecurity was also implanted for me from even before I had a girlfriend. And when they treated me the way they did, it just made the insecurity worse. And then, so I just needed that. I needed somebody to know me, to see me, to want me, to appreciate me, not make fun of me, um, not look at me as a smart dork or the quiet, shy kid that, you know, and... and and um, bro, it, it was it's, it's crazy because you're not that at all. I'm not. I That's changed, bro, completely. It's crazy, bro. Well, like if you if I really go back to the things that I used to do, like, and I just give some details. I mean, I'm telling you, I did some crazy stuff, mm. and um, I even um, got a little excited when I was in class, and the, I was getting so into like girls that <laughs> I was watching like I was watching porn and everything. To be real. And I'm in middle school. And, bro, I get called to represent a, class, a lesson in my class. Oh, snap. Don't tell me. And because of my lust and how much it took over me, I was literally sitting in class looking at another girl in jeans in between her legs. And I was, like, picturing the, like, the action in my mind. So here I am as a guy. Everyone knows that when a guy's excited, what happens, right? So I get called to represent my, I got to get up in front of the classroom. Right after that. Right after. And I'm over here like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll wait. Like, no, I can't. Teacher was like, nah, you got to get up and do this. I'm wearing windbreakers. <laughs> so I'm getting up in front of this whole classroom, excited, right? Everybody looking. And that started like that word got out there. And even that took that insecurity and I fed that in my head like, Dang. I could make this work. I could use this. And it even that, these are moments in my life that I'm thinking of just like that, yo, that it really scarred me and I and, and it hit me and I remember about it. And I'm like, dang. Like I really thought I was that guy. It took one compliment. It took one person to notice something. And it took a compliment from a, 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 once there was some females who saw it that it even got me girlfriends because of it. Mm. And all they had to do was see a shape of something. And it's, it got them, I'm done. And what did I do? I was being glorified. Literally. We saw you in the front of the classroom. Hey. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, all these things happened. And all these things were insecurities. Like yes. You said. 
Yes. So now as a man of God, mm. I'm excited for this part. As a man yes. of God, you don't have to give us too much. It's up to you. Okay. Um, but as a man of God, how do you deal with pride nowadays? Right? And since you said that pride was insecurity, you know, how do you deal with your insecurities? And, you know, mingling yeah, with pride and things. I like that you said that because it's something that I humble myself. Mm. I always put myself, like the Bible says, I always put myself in the last seat. Because I don't deserve to even be in the front seat. I don't deserve anything but the last seat. God has given me the ability to do things, and I'm grateful. But I don't deserve it. I don't deserve to be speaking on this podcast on his behalf. But he still wants me to do it. He allows me. He, he blesses me to do it. So I had to hum, I got to still humble myself every day and be like, you're not better than nobody. You're lucky. You've been chosen. You have been called, but not to do your will, to do the will of the Father. It is no longer glorifying you. You got to glorify him, which is my Father. Amen. You got a verse, don't you? Yeah, but keep going. So, so insecurities, right? Mm -hmm. You want to touch on that? Real so, quick as well? even on my insecurities, I'm important. I'm special. God loves me. And if He created mm -hmm. me the way I am, I am perfect. I don't care if I'm fat, skinny, on, whatever man. it is. I'm perfectly chosen by God as long as I'm willing to accept his call. And I love it because I no longer think about what other people think. Even when I was coming to church, I would go over to the pastor like, Pastor, I think people are talking about me. I don't think people like me. I think they're mad because of how I serve and this and that and, and Man, all this other stuff good. going on. And I, and I spoke with my pastor. Again, I encourage everyone, communicate with your pastors, talk and speak yeah, with the yeah, leadership yeah. in the church. Absolutely. These are all conversations I have to a point where I don't have to bother my pastor like that no more. I think I've learned, and mm -hmm. I talked about this the other day to him, and, I am pre and I'm grateful for that. I don't have to bug him and bother him anymore because not only did he speak to me, I studied. Yeah, and quick shout out to Pastor, man, because yeah. yeah. he dealt with you. Yeah, you know what I mean? when nobody else wanted to. Exactly, man. And when, when nobody wanted to give me the time or day, when nobody wanted to see the potential in me, and my insecurity even in church, when he gave me the time and nobody wanted to deal with me, I was still getting feedback from other people. You did too much in your past. Mm. You you did this. You, and then that insecurity almost caused me to quit church. Wow. To a point where I was going to quit. And the day that I quit, God used the pastor. Yeah, say that. Speak on that real quick for sure. I'm here at church and I'm like, I was reminded of my past. I'm about to get baptized. I'm about to do all these great things. And I'm thinking like, and I'm talking about it. And I'm, I'm talking to people about it and family and all that. And there were people that were like, baptized? Fasting? Um, do you remember what you used to do in the past? Do you remember the things that you, the women that you slept with, the things? And I'm over here like, the insecurity started kicking in then. Mm. And I'm just like, and this is not their fault. This is what happened to me. And I'm just like, oh, dang, I can't do this. Everything in front of me all of a sudden looked like it was difficult and I couldn't do it no more. It looked, what was easy and what I was enjoying just shut down. Ain't got impossible. Just like that. So I go to church and I say, I'm going to quit. I'm not doing this anymore. And I'm going to tell the pastor. And the day was a Sunday. I remember the Sunday service. He does an altar call. And there's, everyone comes down. I mean, I'm one of the last ones to go up. And I said, you know, I'm just going to go up and get prayer so that when I tell him the bad news, it'll be easier. 
and he'll understand. At least I got paid for it. He knows that I'm just at least, you know, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. what I thought. So I thought. And I wasn't thinking that in that moment until the altar call. So then I go up and I go up and I mean, I go up to the altar, pastor's there. And he's like, there's a reason why God, why you came up last. And all of a sudden my pastor is breaking down at the altar crying. Like By the way, I've hard. never seen Pastor cry. I think I've seen him cry like twice. Yeah. And I've been here for a minute. And now. this, I never seen him cry like this before, bro. Still? Oh, well, well, no, when he got ordained, I seen him cry like that. Oh, I didn't but, see that though. Yeah. Dang. We, and, yeah. And and I, we don't say our pastor doesn't cry. Um, right, right, right. But does. the way he cried that day, it was like Spirit. so hard. And I felt it. And I don't cry. At that time, I didn't cry. I'm like, yo, I thought that crying was for punks. And I'm like, you're never going to catch me crying, not even in church. And my wife could be like, yo, she'll, tell, she'll, she'll know I had this issue. I, you would never catch me crying. And I ended up crying right there with the pastor. And the pastor's literally telling me, God just wants you to be consistent. He just wants you to keep coming. And he just weeped really. like It was like a loud, like, I could feel it. And I literally felt like it was God crying through the pastor. And from then on, the insecurity went away. Oh. I got baptized. And I said, I am never leaving you, Father. I will never leave you. They're going to think this is scripted. And Pastor didn't me. know this was happening. They're going to think this is scripted. Yeah. Because this verse, I didn't tell them about this verse. I did not know. You know what? You good here? I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> All right. This is perfect because we're going to end it with this verse yes. right here. Hit me. All right. And he didn't hear this verse. This was not planned. I was literally just praying in my head, hoping that everything will fall perfect. <laughs> God is good, bro. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Mm. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. God has healed you, bro. No longer is he insecure with pride. But God came and healed him on that altar that day. That pastor prayed for him. Glory to God. <sighs> Sorry. I was going to get a little emotional there. I had to. Uh, it's, this is powerful, bro. And thank you for that. Because I had to really. I cried, guys. I fasted so hard. I gave so much to God because I didn't want to do the things that I was doing anymore. Because it was really. I could literally feel like it was killing me inside. I felt it, and I knew I had to give it away. And I was so desperate and so quick in a hurry to get rid of it that I was missing my process and growth as well that I had to slow down. Mm. And even as a Christian, you still got to know when to slow down. You still got to understand when to understand to, to get a study and un see the purpose and understand what God is really putting you through. It's not to run through and hurry up and get there, and you come to church, you're saved, and boom, everything is gone. No. You have to be sanctified. You have to get that stuff out of you. You got, you got to become holier and holier and holier daily. And God called me. And all because I humbled myself. All because I was like, legit. Came to God like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what you're going to do with me. I have nothing for you. But I'm tired of telling people telling me that you're going to use me. Then use me. Mm. And I turned myself to him. And I said, all right. I submitted. Uh, humbleness equals to submission, and submission gets to God's, gives God, gives, it's given to glory to God. Amen. And I love it, bro. I love that verse because I'm so glad that I said humbled. 
because God has humbled me so much. And so many people, I got friends too that don't even like that word humble. And humble is freedom. Humble is love. Humble is strength. Humble is resistance against the enemy because you're always going to think like, I still got to work on something. I always got to figure something out. Don't ever think you got to figure it out when you really don't. Mm. It's okay to say, I don't know something. It's okay to say, I need more of something. Let's stop trying to be glorified and let's just give God all the glory. And that's all I got, man. And I'm grateful for you guys. Amen. <laughs> that's deep, bro. You're about to make me get all emotional on the podcast. <laughs> all glory to God, man. This is crazy. This is deep. God bless you guys. Um, it's my turn to pray. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. <laughs> it's definitely, I'm in the presence. Um, Glory to God, man. I thank you, Father, for everything. So, I really do. I love God so much, man. Amen, man, amen, man. So, um, as we end in prayer, I hope you guys can close your eyes and pray with me. Yes. We're going to pray for Oscar here. And that glory, I mean, that, that God keeps doing his will. Yes. And always give the glory to him, man. Amen. Always. Yes. Thank you, God, for this moment, Father God, that you have given us today, Father God. I pray that you continue to do your will, Father God, and Oscar. Thank you, Lord. Continue to, his re to renew his mind every day, Father God. Continue to speak life through him, Father God. And I pray that you help him never speak death again, Father God, because th that is of the old him, Father God. You have changed him. You have baptized him in the Holy Spirit, Father yes. God. And you yes. have completely transformed him, Father God. Continue to work in him, Father God. Continue to change him. Protect him, Father God, when the enemy tries to come at him in many ways, Father God. Teach him more and more, Father God. Give him the wisdom that he needs to teach your people, Father God, to counsel the people that come to him, Father God. Because people need help, Father God. And this man right here, Father God, has studied and tried and, 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 and suffered for your will, Father God. Has looked for you over and over again. And Father God, he is here today, Father God, humbled before you. And you have healed him, Father God. We thank you for this man, Father God. And I pray that you may strengthen him, Father God. Thank you, God, for this moment. Every single day, Father God, I pray that you continue to humble these people on the internet, Father God the people watching, Father God. We all need help, God. And I pray that you will fix, trans fix, Father God, um, heal, yes. and do many things in every single person that's watching right now, Father God. Father God, any pride that is in the atmosphere, Father God, I pray that it'll flee. Yes. And that we may begin to humble ourselves before you, God, because you deserve the glory, God. Not us, Father God. We deserve no glory, Father God. And if anything is giving us the glory, Father God, I pray that that will leave as well, Father yes, God. Yes, come on. Yes. Protect us, Father God, and continue to do your will in our lives, Father God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. Guys, tune in, like, share, subscribe. Thank you for this emotional moment. Hopefully we'll have <laughs> more for you guys. E-A-T, it's on me, it's on you. Let's, 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 let's eat. Let's. Oh. <laughs> Turned off. <laughs>